Let's get nuts. Hello, children. What's up happening? What's up? That's all, folks. Uh, what is happening? Welcome to the Hump Day edition of Film Junkie Live. It's April 12th. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully you're doing good. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. If you want to become a member, we're going to do a members-only stream right after this so you can pick my brain a little bit more, if you please, you know. Add to the, um, to the Film Junkie family. So hopefully you guys are having a good day. It is Wine Wednesday, so cheers. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. All right. How we doing out there? All right. Let's see. Let's see who's out there. All right. Uh, X-Fire. X-Fire. Any predictions on upcoming AT&T acquisitions, subsidiary mergers in the future? I haven't heard nothing. I don't think AT&T is going to be touching anything anytime soon after the last time. What's up, Patrick? Why so serious? I watch Superman and Lois. I keep Max. Keep Max. There you go. I still got to catch up on Superman and Lois. Very much. What's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. We got Fear Jason right here. We got Jason McKenzie right here. Ahoy, hoy. Good to see you, buddy. Mr. Nobody, happy hump day. Yes, it is hump day. Take a break from humping. Mind of Inception. Good to see you, buddy. All right. We got Mr. Hardboiled Eric right here. Uh, yeah, pretty much. The Max. The Max. All right, we got Rowdy Richter. Yeah, how's it going, buddy? We got Fatty God. We got MSGT. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on, Miss Rose? Hump day. Let's go, Dodgers. Hey, you know, the Giants, they... I, I, I have a bad feeling because it seems like the Giants right now are just kind of like every other game. Every other game they suck. So I'm not confident in tonight because they got blew, blown out by the uh, the Dodgers. They got blown by the um, the Dodgers on Monday. And then yesterday, awesome. Shut them out, right? 5 nothing. Who knows what's going to happen tonight. So, hey, what's going on, J.D. McGray? J.D. McGray. Hi, Miss Nighthawk here for a second or two. Well, second or two or three or possibly even more than that. So that's good, you know. But uh, thank you for uh, popping in, popping in. All right. Is anybody else out there? Looks like that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. But uh, cheers, guys. Yeah, hopefully the Giants uh, can at least get the uh, – well, at least they broke the, the losing streak because they kept, they keep losing, they kept losing to the, to the Dodgers – Kept losing to the Dodgers um, at home for like nine straight games. So, why is there a heart by the? I have, I don't you know that is interesting. I've noticed that too, Jose. I think uh, that's something that was added. I think that was something that was added when it came to when it came to YouTube or something like that. They added like I don't know if it's like uh, um, I don't know what it means. I don't know if people are you hit something and all of a sudden you see some hearts that like, you know, sh you know, sh shows me that you love me. So that's good. So, you know, at least there's that. Uh, is my film junkie here? Why am I not seeing? Uh, so, yeah, there is hearts that are popping up right there. I have no idea what that's all about. So. All right. Why am I not seeing if is my film? Junkie? Yeah, there's like other things, too. There's like celebration things. I don't know what the heck. They're changing all kinds of stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what exactly all that is. But anyways, guys, that's besides the point. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking about, of course, all the stuff that was announced today when it came to HBO Max and just being rebranded to Max. That's right. Very creative, right? And then we're going to talk a little bit about The Flash. We're going to talk about Renfield, which I'm going to see tomorrow. We're going to talk about those reviews. And then, of course, Mandalorian uh, Episode 7. We've got one more episode to go. So one more episode to go. So hopefully uh, it'll be a good one. Today was pretty much a good one. So we'll talk about that at the end of the, at the, end of the show here. So let's get to those tweets, though, right? Let's already jump to the tweets, and we're going to start off with some really good artwork right there. Miss Stephanie T., good to see you. How's it going? It's been a little bit since you've been in the uh, the chat right there. Thank you for joining. But, yeah, we're going to start off right here. Dustin uh, Massey, 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 Massey. Uh, he created this little Batman Zero Year right here poster, which I thought was pretty cool, showing that, showing uh, Batman, you know, on his bike a little bit. It almost looks Nightmare Batman-esque right there, so... It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Batman Origins like that. He does really good art, so follow him. Really enjoyed that. And then speaking of art, we got uh, Blue Beetle. Apparently, they're going to be uh, releasing a custom. They're going to re- be releasing a custom PS5 inspired uh, by Blue Beetle right here, which looks pretty damn cool right there. And uh, thank you, thank you, Eric, for being a 27th month and counting guy. Should have named it Max XXX, yeah. So both Jose and Eric, of course, are uh, 27 months. So thank you guys for the added support. Like I said, if you guys wanna, if you guys want to um, join, 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 do that. And then this is great right here. Christopher Lloyd in the Mandalorian. Christopher Lloyd, man in the DeLorean. That's just perfect. That's perfect. Gotta love that, and I love that Christopher Lloyd actually posted that meme. Really good meme. Really like that. So. Mr. Scott McClellan, right there. He's in the house. Good to see you, Scott. Good to see this little image right here of Heath Ledger Joker. Black and white, very noir looking, right? Noir. Of course, we'll be talking more about that. Currently, right now, Bo is afraid. Yep, critics uh, don't know how to feel about it. You know, I mean, it's an Ari Aster film, so I totally understand. Uh, You knew it was going to get mixed reviews because it's Ari Aster. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it get mixed reviews? It definitely was going to get mixed reviews. But, yeah, so some people are just going, all right. They don't know how to feel about it, but apparently it's getting more praise than it is negativity. There's a certain dummy um, guy out there who does movie news and scoops that, uh, you know, he was blocking people for making fun of his review because that's the way he is. He's a very uh, small D energy guy. Anyways, uh, we got the first poster for the Continental. We got numerous posters of the Continental. We even got our first look, which I forgot to tweet out today, but looks great. Can't wait for it. The John Wick world is expanding, which is fantastic. And then we got, of course, Mr. David F. Sandberg. Again, protect this man for all it's worth because, my God, you know, try to make uh, his first YouTube short right here by just, um, you know, clipping together some things and uh, seeing how he achieved. We don't know the relationship between the foreground and the background, and it looks the same as if she had actually levitated. There we go. It helps to then cut to a shot of feet hovering above the floor. And we did eventually put her on wires for this. In Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Pedro is pulling up the Ben Franklin Bridge. And this shot, same thing. Just boom the camera down. A super simple and cheap shot. 
Except for the Filmmaking 101 by David because F. Because we just Sandberg. saw Pedro pull on the cable in the shot before, we just assume that it's the bridge moving and not the camera. See, it just moved the camera right there. Just really cool stuff right there. So, hopefully you guys are paying attention to that. Love me some David F. Sandberg. Really good stuff. With John Wick, I feel bad. What? You feel bad. There was a Katie uh, McGrath still in the Continental, was there? Thank you for uh, commenting on the shirt, Stephanie. And then look at this art right here. Look at this poster right here. Oh, my God. Creepy and gets right to the point right there. Do they love you or the mask you put on every day? So look at that right there. Just absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. From the Martin, the Martian right here. So MSGT, thank you for this $10 super chat. Absolutely stupid. Abandon all sense of the 1980s awesome of HBO and all awesome shows associated since that era to come up with not HBO, but freaking Max. Yeah, absolutely stupid. Yeah, not really thrilled on the uh, the rebranding either. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about it a little more when we get to that point. But thank you for the $10 super chat. You're wearing, well, we're wearing the same shirt, Jose. Well, geez, I just, I just, we have this connection. We have this connection. I think that means the Giants are going to blow out the freaking Dodgers tonight. That's what's going to happen. Who wants to go in on it? Huh? Anybody? There's a house containing a hidden shrine to Ghostbusters Vigo with the, uh, the, you know, the Carpathian right there for sale. So who wants to go? Who wants to get this house? Anybody want to get this house? And then you got a Vigo room. That would probably scare the shit out of me. But, hey, it's a beautiful house. And uh, look at this little hallway right here that has Vigo right at the end of it. Anybody? Anyone? 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 And then Pedro Pascal and uh, Mr. Ethan Hawke. They have a little, there's a poster for a little short film that they're doing that's going to be at Cannes called Strange Way of Life. That's right, so... There's the poster right there. That's going to be something that's probably going to be pretty funny and entertaining. Uh, remember this image right here, guys? Remember when a lot of people were freaking out because they were wondering why these two guys? I mean, um, I don't really know who the guys were, but I remember people were saying that they were not happy with the fact that they, were, they, they met up at, uh, well, not really DC Studios yet, but they were. But they have an A24 movie coming out called Talk to Me, which the trailer came out yesterday, and it looks pretty great. Danny Filippo, Filippo, he has revealed that, yes, he and his brother did turn down a DC Studios offer to helm a new DCU project. Good for them. Good for them. You know, they, they turned down the big money for the big studio project, and then they went to A24 to make... An original horror movie, which looks pretty good. Good on them. Good on them. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And then the Broken Lizard guys, guys. That's right. They got a new movie called Quasi coming out, which apparently, you know, it's going to be coming out on 420, of course, on Hulu, because why not? It's a historic movie. It's going to have them playing multiple characters, which sounds awesome. Awesome. Breaking news, guys. Breaking freaking news. Um, according to uh, studios, studios have come to recognize that having an exclusive theatrical window is the best way to maximize profits instead of releasing everything simultaneously on demand, says analyst Eric Handler. Good job. Good job coming up with that one. Yes. I think we all realize that. I think when it came to HBO Max and uh, Mr. Jason Kylar coming up with the simultaneous release, that was because there's a little pandemic thing that's going on right now, which apparently, according to uh, you know Washington, D.C., they, they, it's all done now, guys. It's all done. 
pandemic's officially over. Three years. Three years, it's officially over, even though for a lot of us, it was kind of over like, I don't know, a year and a half in. Anyways, but, but yeah, breaking news there, guys. Desperate for profits and soaring on streaming. Hollywood falls back in love with, yeah, of course. Of course, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You know, and maybe, maybe physical media will, will get back and, you know, kicked into gear. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. All right, Captain Obvious. I mean, my God. And then, yes, guys, nominated. It's, hopefully it gets nominated for an Academy Award, but Mr. Jack Black performing his peaches. A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. See, this is where, like, when they cast, because you know how I feel about, like, just voice cast unknowns, but... You know, for him, it's great. Total national trouble. <laughs> so good. So good. There you go, man. Jack Black. Well, yeah, he's he's always gonna be the goat. Always gonna be the goat. Like when 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 he was singing that song in the movie, I started just laughing, started chuckling, and I'm like, yeah, that's why you cast Jack Black as Bowser right there. So good. I hope it gets nominated for an Academy Award. I think it might. I think it will. I think it will. Place your bets. Will it get nominated for an Academy Award? They're definitely gonna submit it for you know a possible nomination. So we'll see if that happens. So. But yeah, I gotta love some Jack Black right there. I gotta love it. Hey, look at this. Cool shot right here from the Ghostbusters Afterlight set of the three uh, remaining Ghostbusters. Then you got Finn. You got Finn right here. You got Finn back there like, hey, photobombing a little bit. So that's pretty cool. Jeremy Renner was at his uh, premiere for renovations that you can actually watch now on Disney+. Plus. What a trooper. You know, he made it through it. Uh, I'm still recovering. He's got this little scooter thing because I think, like, yeah, his left leg is still not feeling too great. But, uh, you know, he still walks with a cane as well. So good on him. Looking great. Got a new look on life, which is great. And then, of course, we have a new shot. Look at this. (laughs) All right. Anybody got a caption? What's the caption for this shot of Joaquin Phoenix right here? My God. Ah. He's got the glasses on. He's got a cigarette in his hand, holding, uh, you know, holding a mask and holding uh, probably a part of the script right there. I don't know, but it just, you know, talk about a paparazzi photo right here of Joaquin Phoenix. Just like, um, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, just pretty good shot right there. I love that. I love that. What's going on, Mr. Axel Jeroga? How you doing, buddy? That's just pretty funny. And then here's the uh, the trailer, of course, for Talk To Me, which I thought was, um, yeah, just another day, right? Uh, here's a trailer for Talk To Me, which is uh, a pretty interesting horror movie that has to do with a hand that you hold on to that uh, basically has the dead talk to you. Interesting. Very interesting. And then Welcome speaking of Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Jeremy. There he is right here, Jeremy Renner, getting a standing ovation. Taking a scooter down the aisle as he uh, goes to the panel to talk about the uh, renovations. So good on him. Wow. That's the way to do it. Everybody should have a scooter when they have to walk down an aisle like that. Man, he got down there quick. Super quick. 
All right, can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? My God. I, I quote tweeted this tweet last night because, again, it's just bo bothering the, the Shiza out of me, you know, because it's just people can't seem to let it go. And it just seems like, what the hell? So this tweet right here, you know, and it got a lot of it got a lot of commotion, of course. Uh, and the, the person even like clarified, too, that the, they thought the movie was fun and everything. But it's just like, you know, the problem with Zachary Levi's portrayal can be summed up with these two shots. He didn't care to keep the emotions and tone consistent. Asher. You deserved better, pal. And I'm like, okay, so the context of this scene is all out of whack. Because if you actually watch the movie, the shot of Zachary Levi as Shazam is right is right after he got he got the inspiration from his mom, you know, after she talked to him as Billy. And so he changed back, and then as before he was gonna launch into the sky, he gives her a smile and a wink. So I don't know. This was two bad examples, but I'm just like, my God, can we stop it again? You know, people, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I even feel the same. I wish uh, Shazam was a little bit more adult because it worked for the first movie because he was more of a child in the first movie. But this time he's 18 years old. He's turning 18 or whatever the hell. So I understand, like, people's gripe when Zachary Levi was still playing him kind of childlike. But at the same time, it's not like Zachary Levi went over David F. Sandberg's head to do that, okay? Let's give some... I mean, David F. Sandberg made the Shazam movie that he wanted to make. I highly doubt that Zachary Levi was like, nope, not going to do it like you want me to. I'm going to do it like I want me to. People just hate Zachary Levi so much that they just keep on reaching for stuff that um, that they want to just like put on him, you know, and it's like, OK, uh, but at the same time, it's like that's the way that he wanted to direct. By the way, guys, by the way, did you guys see this right here? OK, so a lot of some people were talking about this in the past few days, and I'm, I'm, I actually want to see what you guys feel about it, too. What do you think about Asher Angel playing Superman and Superman Legacy? We got Chris Wong Swenson's tweet right here. Um, and I saw some people talking about this and well, that's kind of not the best uh, looking uh, drawing right there. I'm sure there's some AI art. And then, of course, he put some glasses on him right there. And then, you know, some people were like, oh, my God, yeah, he could totally play. And I was just kind of going, ah, okay, okay. You know, that would be interesting if they actually were to go that route. And I'm wondering, like, would he be even possibly on the list? Most likely not. I mean, he's only 20 years old. I think, I think James Gunn and, and all of them are trying to go for somebody 25, between 25 and 30. He's a little too young, but at the same time. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I just don't know about it. I just don't, mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I know some people were talking about it. And they just said, like, yeah, just make him uh, Superman or Clark Kent Superman or whatever the hell. So why not just do that? He looks, I mean, it does look kind of Smallville right here. Yeah, see, I mean, uh, some of you guys are feeling like I am. It's like, yeah, you see it, you see it, but he looks just a little too young still, a little too young. They have to, see, that's the thing. That's the hardest part about it is, and one of the things, like, when it came to Brandon Ruth, is the fact of the matter is, is, like, he was older than Christopher Reeve when he played Superman. He was, like, a year or a couple years older than what, when Christopher Reeve first played Superman. He, Christopher Reeve was a younger age than Brandon Ruth, but Brandon Ruth looked younger than Christopher Reeve. You have to have, you could have somebody young, but you just, there's just something just like Henry Cavill, just manly, just, yeah, you just, you, you, you just have to have a little bit of that, you know, it's hard when somebody looks kind of like a super boy, especially when there is a super boy, you have to have somebody who, even if they're young, they got to just at least have the man in him, I guess. I don't know. 
It's just one of those things that I, like, nothing against Brandon Ruth. It's just, he just felt more like a, he just felt way younger than Christopher Reeve, even though technically he wasn't when it came to all that. But, yeah. But, yeah, this was somebody found this on, like, my cast and everything like that. So, I don't know. I don't, it's definitely not going to happen. But, hey, it's out there right there. <clears throat> Why not the Superboy from Titans? Hmm, yeah, yeah. See that, but he looks young too. Anyways, we got a 360 view of the uh, the final confrontation. Michael Keaton Batman artwork from uh, Masimu right here, which looks pretty sweet. He's got the blood on his face and everything. Gotta love that. I think we should shoot the angle from here. There you go. We got Tom Hardy and Christopher Nolan on the set of The Dark Knight Rises 11 years ago. Crazy. Crazy to think about. Uh, we, got, we got some more artwork right here from Bruce Tim, Batman the Animated Series. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We'll talk about that, too. We got more posters from uh, the Continental. Prepare to check in. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Speaking of bloody, uh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So the new season, season four of uh, The Boys has wrapped filming. So they are ready to go. And it looks like it's going to be another bloody one for sure. And then speaking of Mario, that's right. Woohoo! I can't do I can't do the Mario. Woohoo! Uh, my voice can't get that high. But it's now the top selling movie of 2023. Not even a week. Or you know, tomorrow it'll be a week. Or no, today it's a week. That's right. It came out a little bit early. But yeah, Super Mario Brothers is now the biggest opening of 2023. Took less than a week. It's already at like over 400 million worldwide. Yeah, this movie might make a billion. It might do a billion. I think it's gonna. It, it has a good possibility of doing a billion. How we how we feeling about that? You guys think it's gonna do a billion? I think it might do a billion. It might do a billion. And then speaking of uh, Dustin Massey, Messi, look at this. Look at this artwork right here of Dark Side, full on Dark Side right there, and those Omega beams going off. I like it. And then here's like the official poster for the Continental. That's right. So, yeah, from the world of John Wick, the Continental. Three part, it's only three part series. So it's just like a big long movie. Which is good. Keep it limited. Keep it limited. Neil de Blom, uh, Neil Blo Blomkamp. I almost said Neil de Blomp. What the hell? That was weird. Neil Blomkamp describes uh, his Gran Turismo movie as it's real actors in real cars on real racetracks driving insanely quickly. All right, can't wait. I used to play Gran Turismo three a lot, so looking forward to it. Exclusive. Ryan Reynolds is looking to get the gang back together again for Marvel's uh, new uh, Deadpool sequel, of course, Deadpool 3. Marina Baccarin and uh, Stefan Kapikitsa. I can't say his last name. You know, you guys know who he's playing. Um, Colossus. And, and they're set to reprise the role. We already heard that Miss um, Marina Baccarin was going to be possibly coming back. But she was they hadn't agreed to the terms yet. So, hey, yo, look at me. Look at me right here. I got a helmet that looks like Thanos. That's right. I'll be the new Thanos. That's right. Let's do this, huh? They made Creed 3. I'm in Guardians 3. Sorry. You know, there you go. You get my um, awesome Sylvester Stallone impression right there. But yeah, there's a shot 
from him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mama Film Junkies here. Good to see you, Mom. Russell Crowe wants to make Nice Guys the Mexican Detectives, which sounds ridiculous, but a sequel to the cult classic could still be incredible. Yes. God, they're not going to ever make a sequel to the Nice Guys. Sadly, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. It's hilarious. Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling, they have great chemistry. The story is great. Everything's just great about it. It's uh, Shane, um, what's his name? Uh, totally drawn. Shane Black. Almost said Shane Smith. Shane Black, who wrote and directed it. It's great. Uh, and, and if you haven't seen it, there's a reason why Russell Crowe said he wanted to call it Nice Guys, the Mexican Detectives. There's a reason. And uh, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly uh, the joke right there. So, And then, of course, we'll be talking about all that. What is that? Oh, my God, a new shot of Michael Keaton's Batman, huh? Oh, boy. Can we even show that? Maybe. Here's a pretty cool poster of Aliens. That's pretty sweet. Got to love that art. And then we got art right here, the Penguin. It's got some Riddler in this poster right here. That's pretty sweet. And then what's this, guys? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Huh. What new food? What is that? So we got new Metallica coming out on Friday, and you're telling me that there's going to be new Foo Fighters as well? Oh, my Lord. Yes, that's right. Pot, the Foo Fighters are teasing new music right here. And that excites me greatly because you guys know that the Foo Fighters are my all-time favorite band. But it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Because obviously you guys know what happened last year. Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, passed away way too soon. Um, so it's a little like I'm excited. But at the same time, I'm worried because it's just not going to have... There's going to be something missing because Taylor was just the best fucking drummer in the world. So... It's going to be interesting, and and if I'm if I'm if that's actual full-on Foo, Foo Fighters, because I kind of wondered if like the new if any new Foo Fighters music that Dave Grohl wanted to do, I thought maybe that he would have like a maybe almost like a tribute album that would be to Taylor and have a bunch of different musicians come in and just play music. I don't know. I always thought that that would would have been kind of cool, or they have like different drummers. They have different drummers playing the songs. But if not, I'm willing to bet that Dave Grohl is playing those drums in that song right there if there is, in fact, a new Foo Fighters album right there. But rest in peace, of course, Mr. Taylor Hawkins. Ugh, still gone too way too soon. Way, way, way too soon. Here's some cool little Alex uh, Ross art right here from Batman, some Batman art. Like that, like that. Exclusive! Deadline has learned that Oscar-winning filmmaker Martin Scorsese will be making an appearance at CinemaCon this year to receive the Legend of Cinema. Yay! Damn it! Wish I would have got the pass. Sadly, I got turned down. I got turned down. Not going to CinemaCon. Was hoping. Was hoping. And then another exclusive... After spending the last year scaring audiences and wowing critics, Maya Goth looks to ready uh, looks ready to take her talents to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah, she was doing so well, and now she's going to the Marvel Cin. What the hell? Why are you gonna go to the MCU? I don't know. She's gonna play a vampire. Are you kidding me? It's Maya Goth. I mean, she's the new Scream Queen. I mean, I haven't seen 
any of the X movies yet. I do plan on watching them. I did see her in uh, The Infinity Pool, and she was absolutely fantastic in that movie. But uh, yeah, she's now going to be in the new Blade movie, which has seen its... Uh, Seeing its difficulties, it's already, uh, we got a new director, um, apparently Mahershala Ali was not happy with the script from what I heard and what people heard, that yeah, he wasn't happy with the script, but uh, I'm, I mean, there's no way that she's not playing a vampire, right? I mean, if she's a, like the horror queen, of course they're going to bring her in here, and all I, all I ask for is, god damn it, can it be rated R and gory and like the other Blade movies, please, at least similar, have a similar tone, let it be dark, do not make a PG-13, please, 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 but yes, Maya Goth is now making it over into the, uh, the MCU, needed in the DCU, hey, it could still happen, they, they could share, they could share, she could, I don't know what exactly she would be, in the new DCU, I mean, seems like she'd be part of the Suicide Squad or part of that. I don't know. I feel like, I, I, like again, I've I've only seen clips of her performances, which is great, in like X and uh, the follow up to X, and then and then I saw Infinity Pool, which she was like, oh my god, there was times where it's just like, oh, I want to I want to punch her, but I don't. She's crazy, yeah. Infinity Pool, watch Infinity Pool if you haven't. Crazy, crazy movie. But I enjoyed it. And then according to uh, Daniel Pipsky, producer of the Penguin series, confirms that Arkham Asylum show is still in development. So thank God. That's still there. They didn't talk about it, of course, today when it came to all the uh, the madness that is, uh, of course, all the stuff that happened today. So what's going on, Andre? I know, right? You're going to try to cancel me now, Draga, right? Well, if you've seen an Infinity Pool, you'll, you'd want to punch her, too. Her character, not not Maya Goth, the character that she plays, okay? Take that out of context. Somebody clip that out and cancel me, you know? I've had a good enough time, right? Uh, oh, trust me, there's um, there's sometimes, yeah, there's sometimes in, the, in Infinity Pool where you don't want to punch her. <laughs> Let me just, okay. You want to, you know, anyways, okay. <clears throat> You've seen Infinity War? Yeah. It's, uh, Infinity Pool is a little bit different. Andre, just slightly different when it comes to things that happen in there. So, all right, all right. Let's talk about the main topic, right? Meow. Oh. So. <laughs> Max. <laughs> How are we feeling about that? How are we feeling about the uh, the rebranding of HBO Max to just straight up Max? That's right. They got rid of the HBO, which I don't know if that's a smart move because everybody's associated with HBO so much, so much when it comes to when it comes to um, you know what Warner Brothers is. How you know? I mean, I, I still I still remember Saturday nights when I was a kid. Saturday nights at eight o'clock p.m. when a new movie would premiere. And, you know, not they were not always, but I, I usually, you know, if I was home, which I usually was, I was a freaking kid, of course, I just remember like, oh, my God, what's going to, you, you get the TV guide, the TV guide, that's right. We actually had a physical book. We had a physical book where you had to look up the times of like, what what's the new movie that's going to be premiering on HBO this Saturday? And uh, I can still remember the, the beginning of um, the feature presentation. You know, they had a whole they had a whole thing that happened. I can remember the music, I remember the graphics and all that stuff when it came to HBO. But now HBO, what? It's just HBO just going away? 
just going away now. But yes, um, they, of course, rebranded it, rebranded it to just Max, just Max. How are we feeling about it? Blow Max, still unclear about when I'll, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just where HBO Discovery would have been uh, better. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I mean, it's just so weird. Max just feels like wired name. Yeah, doesn't bother you, Ryan, stupid MSGT. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's just why get rid of the HBO name? I mean, it's such a brand, home box office. I mean, some people probably don't even know what HBO means. It's home box office, which... You know, it's cool. You pay for it and you, you get, uh, like I said, you get those movies. Discovery, yeah, Discover D's Plus. <laughs> Max with filled in A-hole. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, that was a good one, Andre. Filled in A-hole. Yeah, and, you know, because the HBO always had like the, uh, it almost looked like a Target or whatever. HBO used to have like the circle within the O. So they put that circle in the A and I'm just like, yeah, that's the, like I said, there's a joke right there. They put the circle in the A as opposed to the O. Okay. But um, yeah, so here's some of the stuff right here. Max launch date, programs, pricing, and all you need to know about Warner Brothers Discovery's rebranded streamer. This is our time. This is our chance, said Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslov in the live stream. Ooh, that's what he said, uh, you know, today's live stream. This is our, yeah, I mean, he's just trying to, you know, of course, blow it up right here. Max will be the streaming destination for Max and HBO Originals, Warner Brothers Films, the DC Universe, the wizarding world of Harry Potter, and kids' content, along with programming across food, home, reality, lifestyle, and documentaries from leading brands, including HGTV, Food Network, Discovery Channel, TLC, ID, and more. So calling uh, WB the greatest storytelling company on earth, uh, of course you wanted to say that, billing Max as the one to watch for every mood and moment. The service's three-tier pricing also was announced. So you got $9.99. Do we still have to do the $99 stuff? Can we just call it $10? Do we still get fooled by this? I'm, I'm assuming people still get fooled by the whole $9.99. Oh my God, it's less than $10. bucks. 10 a month. Or $99 a year, $100, Jesus Christ, for ad-supported tier max ad light. So you got some ads if you want to just pay $10 a month or $100 for the year. And then, uh, and then we got $15.99 or $16 for $150 a year, a year $149.99 for max ad free, which offers two concurrent streams. And then you got $19.99 or, you know, 199.9. Jeez, how many nines? I feel like I'm Hitler right here. Nine, 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 nine. Jesus Christ. So many nines. Just say $20 or $200. Max ultimate ad free. So you got max ad free, and then you got ultimate ad free. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm still trying to wonder what that means. Max. That's right. That's right. Not only do you get it ad free, you get the maximum ad free experience for four dollars more. All right. <clears throat> 
The new brand signals an important change from two narrow products, HBO Max and Discovery Plus, to our broader content offering and consumer proposition. That was from J.B. Perrett, president and CEO of Global Streaming and Games. And during the presentation, which each project product offered something for some people, Max will have a broad array of quality choices for everybody. Don't they already have that? Don't they already have that? It's like they're selling a new product, but not really. They're not really selling a new product, right? Just doesn't seem like they are. Thank you, MSGT, for the $10 super chat. Stupid! Romancing the Stone and Fraggle Rock to Oz and Soprano, uh, Soprano Nostalgia tossed away for Max. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those uh some deep pulls right there, but but yeah, Max original Harry Potter series is now official. A faithful adaptation of the beloved original book series by Oh, how dare you say her name, JK Rowling, who will serve as executive producer. That's right. Some people aren't happy about that because, you know, politicky stuff. That's right. That's my new word, politicky. Because I hate it when things get politicky, but of course they get politicky. Well, she gets politicky too, I guess. But I, I don't know. I don't even really know her full-on politics. But I know there's some things that people don't like that she says. Uh, I don't even follow her on Twitter. But anyways, Max original comedy series derived from the Big Bang Theory. That's right. Not only are they going to reboot Harry Potter series, which, smart, I guess you could say, because then you could really flesh out all the stuff. You're not cramming every book into a two-hour movie. You can now have one entire season full of everything that's in the book, and then, of course, they'll probably tweak some things. So that's actually kind of cool. I've only seen three Harry Potter movies, so I don't know if I should watch the rest of them and then, or just wait and watch the series. I don't know. Like I said, it just never was my bag. But apparently they're doing some kind of spinoff comedy series derived from Big Bang Theory. I don't even know what the hell. They already got young Sheldon. I don't know. Who knows? But they're also doing a Max original drama series based on the Conjuring films. So that could be cool. You know, the Warrens and more of that. Uh, Magnolia Network's Fixer Upper Hotel. Of course, they're going to have Fixer Upper stuff. You got Survive the Raft. You got uh, Peter and the Wolf short film from U2's Bono, which is interesting. Adult Swim's Rick and Morty, the anime. So we're going to have another Rick and Morty. TLC's Love and Translation, of course, reality series, Lost Women of Highway 20. Okay, can't wait for that one. But I will say, Cartoon Network's Tiny Toons Luniversity is coming out. That's pretty sweet. And then, of course, we got other stuff, too, like, you know, they showed uh, the Penguin, the Penguin teaser, which we're going to, like, go through all that in a little bit. True Detective, they showed that. The Sympathizer, which, of course, I think that's the one with Robert Downey Jr. And uh, they even had a trailer for Gremlin, Secrets of Mogwai. That's right, Secrets of Mogwai, which should be very, very interesting. Let's see. Here we go right here. So, take it easy, sweetheart. So here we go right here. We got our first look at the Penguin series, which looks absolutely fantastic. This. This. This is one of those moments. God, Colin Farrell just nails this role, doesn't he? You better ask yourself. Better ask yourself. What kind of life do I want? There's that new logo, Max Original. A Max Original. For guys like us. That's why we gotta take whatever we decide. Take whatever we decide. Hell yeah. It was Carmine Falcon's right hand. Try to push me out. 
FEMA! Sophia! If you step out of line, even once, I'll get you like a goddamn fish. Can you imagine? The people saying my name in the streets after you're gone. That would mean something. Bam! <laughs> Love it. The new king Pentagon. And I love the fact that it's the same red and the same font as the Batman. Keep it, keep it like that. Why not? So yeah, looks great. Looks absolutely fantastic. Colin Farrell is killing it. I'm sure he's having fun playing the role again. Man, really, en really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, really just can't wait. Take it easy, sweetheart. And I love the fact that they had just enough footage to like have a little teaser. Of course, they they just had him come in and do the uh, the voiceover. And then some of it was behind the scenes footage a little bit. It's just going to be, man, I cannot wait for this series. Obviously, it's not going to be coming out till next year, but still cannot wait for it. See more of his penguin. And of course, they talked about uh, Welcome to Dairy. They talked about that too. And the cast right here, Taylor Page, Jovena Adepo, uh, James Ramar, and Chris Chalk. Of course, have been cast in that. And then there's going to be a series on Sean White, The Last Run. Oh, he's hanging it up. Watch out. And then not only did we get some of, um, I think we got a little bit of um, The Sympathizer when it came to Robert Downey Jr., but apparently there's going to be a little docu-series about uh, Downey's dream cars. So we're going to see Robert Downey kind of talk about his dream cars, apparently. So there's that. And then there's going to be uh, the Smartless podcast with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and... Uh, can't remember the last, the next guy, freaking Will and Grace. What the hell? Sean Hayes. There it is. They're going to be on tour when it comes to all that. There's Fixer Upper. And then speaking of uh, Shazam Fear the Gods, going to be able to watch it on Max. It's going to be weird calling it Max. Man, I just, it, HBO Max just flows a little better. Max. Max. Max Payne? Max from Stranger Things? I don't know. Um, stream on Max. So they're trying to start this hashtag, Stream on Max. But yeah, you could watch Shazam 2. You can watch Shazam 2 uh, May 23rd. And then for those people who want to watch, uh, you know, a new reality series with a bunch of pretty people trying to screw each other, you know, uh, you can watch that. And then you got Survive the Raft. You got that. More trailers, Fixer Upper. There's the uh, Rick and Morty, the anime, and the Looney, uh, the Looniversity, which I'll watch that. And then there's the trailer from the the Mogwai show. Around us. There's no such thing. You know why not? <laughs> Gremlins. Nobody else has concerns. Gizmo, you got all that. So if you're a Gremlins fan, there you go. And then of course True Detective with Jodie Foster. Coming out, and then the regime, and all that stuff. There's uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hey, man, limited series, The Sympathizer. Looking pretty good, unrecognizable a little bit. And then, of course, they talked about the, the Game of Thrones. Continuing that. The Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knights, and then a little uh, teaser for, of course, the Harry Potter series. And, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, I mean, I don't think there's a Peter Wolf thing. That's pretty much it right there. <laughs> 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 
Didn't realize I had that drop still there. But yeah, the name, the name, they should have kept HBO. I don't know what else they could have called it, though. Just calling it Max. I mean, remember when they were... What, were, what was uh, what was the name that they thought? I mean, they were already toying with the whole Max, the whole Max thing already. They were already toying with that. They were already toying toying with that. Because I remember remember like when we saw that logo and it was just Max. Remember they had like the logo. It was Warner Max. That's right. They were calling it Warner Max. And I think that was even even like when um, when Zack Snyder was finishing the Snyder cut, he was even like there was even things like property of Warner Max and whatever. So. There was that. Um, and then even announced today, too. Speaking of the DC... Well, hold on. Let me find it here. If I could type. There we go. Oh, there we go. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Full list. Oh, come on. Where's... Come on, come on, where? Come on. Just give me a list. Give me a list. I don't need articles. I need a list. I don't need to open up a new article. There we go. Okay. Also announced today was, of course, Creature Commandos. Obviously, it's going to be the animated series, uh, an animated series that's coming out. It's going to be obviously working. We got people that are involved with Waller and uh, Armas and, you know, and all that stuff. And, of course, we got the cast list today, which Frank Rillo, we already knew that he was going to be part of something when it came to this uh, world. And, of course, he's going to be playing Rick Flagg Sr. Now, it's going to be interesting because, yeah, I could see it. Frank Rill, I could see that a little bit. You know, when I'm looking at him and Joel Kinnaman, I'm like, okay, maybe he, yeah, I could see that being the father. I mean, they're going to, obviously, if they're going to give him the white beard, cool. And Frank Rillo's got some pretty good hair, so he fits the role. I think he fits the role when it comes to that. Maria uh, Bakalova is going to be playing Ayana Rostavik. Rostavik? See, I don't really know these characters, by the way. But, of course, we've got The Bride. The Bride. And uh, Indara Varma is going to be playing that. Zoe Chow is going to be playing Nina Mazursky. Mazursky. Alan Tudyk, we know who that is. Alan Tudyk. We had a feeling that he probably would have a role in this universe a little bit. Alan Tudyk. Of course, he was in um, he was in Doom Patrol. So he's going to be making his way over here. David Harbour is going to be playing Eric Frankenstein. Remember when James Gunn said that he are, they already have a Frankenstein? There was like a rumor of somebody else playing that. Somebody was already, and he had a debunk, and he's like, no, we already have a Frankenstein. Oh, that's right. They were rumoring Henry Cavill at one point or something like that. It was like ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, David Harbour is going to be playing Eric Frankenstein. And then, of course, we have brother Sean Gunn that's going to be playing the weasel naturally, but he's also going to be playing G.I. Robot. Yeah, basically James Gunn is like, hey, Sean, Sean, you just wear a mocap costume the whole time. I don't know what they're, you know, I mean, obviously there's going to be a live action version of these characters at some point. I mean, James Gunn really emphasized that he wanted to do all that. So, but yeah, apparently, yeah, Sean Gunn's going to be playing not just Weasel again, but he's also going to be playing G.I. Robot. I'm guessing he's going to be supplying the voice of that because, well, let's face it, Weasel just kind of makes noises and licks things. So... There you go. When it comes to uh, James Gunn movies, he's like, yeah, mocap costume for you, brother. Because we all know that he, you know, does the mocap for Rocket, as well as plays uh, an actual role in the movie. So there you go. There's your cast for Creatures Commandos right there. 
David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour uh, was in, I know, right? He was in A or Suicide Squad. Now he's Frankenstein. It's all connected. It's all connected. David Harbour is also in the MCU, though. He's also part of Thunderbolts, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Jason McKenzie. Cheers, my brother. Thank you for the $60 or the 60 whatever. I don't know. It's New Zealand. But thank you for the uh, the super chat. I'm pretty sure it's the same amount. But uh, cheers, brother. So it should be interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious about Creature Commandos. Very curious about it. And I'm kind of curious how, like, it's going to end up being, like, you know, showing up in live action or whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's your cast right there. Of course, confirmed by James Gunn and Evertang. So, um, yeah. Oop. Looking pretty good. Cheers, man. Cheers. I see uh, Cratcher. <laughs> David, yeah, David Harbour. David Harbour's back. David Harbour, I always forget. Yeah, no, he was in the first Suicide Squad. He was one of the guys in the room. One of the FBI or, you know, CIA government guys. Uh, no, he didn't die. He's going to be in Thunderbolts. He's going to be in Thunderbolts. He was in, you know, he was in Black Widow, which we all know, you know, how that was. But, yeah, he's gonna. he was going to be that. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. McKenzie, again. You're awesome. You are awesome. All right. The Flash. Well, looks like we're going to be getting a trailer soon. That's right, guys. We're going to be getting a trailer when it comes to The Flash, which is great. We're going to be getting a new trailer very, very soon, which um, CinemaCon, they're obviously ugh, so jealous of people that are actually going to be watching it. They're going to be watching the movie CinemaCon this year. And, uh, you know, I try to get a pass. Sadly, I couldn't, but they're going to be showing it. That's how confident they are in the movie. They're confident that they're going to be showing, like, the people that are going to be attending CinemaCon, which is mainly, mainly, I know people are worried that things are going to leak, but mainly it's just press people and stuff, you know, and I'm sure they're going to be signing some stuff. So hopefully things don't really uh, big time leak out. But, yeah, they're going to be showing the movie, but apparently on April 25th, the second full-length trailer for The Flash will be debuting. So... What do we got? What do we got? We got about two weeks. We got about two weeks. And of course, we got SnyderCon. That's going to be like shortly right after that. There's a lot of things that are going to be happening at the end of this month, guys. SnyderCon. We got CinemaCon. And then, of course, we got another Flash trailer. And then we're going to get reactions from people that are seeing the Flash. But what happened today was pretty interesting. And I can't show it. Sorry. Can't show it because... I don't think it was for everybody's eyes, but apparently when it came to the live stream, the presentation today that Warner Brothers Discovery had when they were talking about Max, they actually showed uh, another little, a small trailer for The Flash. They showed a small trailer and it's online, of course. It's naturally just things, you know, show up online and uh, I'm not going to show it because again, I don't want to risk it because it wasn't released for the public. It wasn't released for the public, so... Not going to show that. Not going to show that. So, but I will kind of give you like the beat by beat. We see some stuff. We see Flash costume. We see the flashback of, of uh, you know, his mom dying. So we see that. We see, you know, there is a new shot of him. Just you see his, you see him go and <sighs> looks really cool. There's a really cool shot where you see like the bottom of his boots or, you know, you see, you see, of course, the lenses come down. We've seen that shot, too. And then all of a sudden, we see a shot of him just leaping off one of his boots. And, like, the bottoms are all lit up and everything. It looks pretty damn cool. And then another shot, I think, of him in his room or in his apartment, I should say. 
So we get some shots like that. We get another close-up of the emblem. We see some more flash running. Okay. And then, of course, we get some bat flick also in this shot. Similar shot because we see, of course, the flying fox right there. But we see, like, he's, like, doing, like, a, a wheelie. We see, like, a wheelie right there. All right. Some more shots that we already saw. Yep, shots. Oh, oh, oh. And then when there's a shot, guys. And again, you know, hopefully I'm not I'm not trying to spoil anything. I'm just trying to sh describe what I'm seeing here when I see this. And like I said, you can look it up. There's not, you know, I'm sure there's going to be in the new trailer. But we see Supergirl punch a missile. Punch a missile. That's right. She's going to punch a missile right in the freaking, I guess, the face. That's pretty sweet. Oh, oh. So apparently something happens. Eesh. So something probably ha something looks like it happens when it um, when it comes to the Batwing and when it comes to the Zod Kryptonian showdown that happens, you know, in the flatlands or whatever the hell, the desert. There's a shot in here that has Michael Keaton's Batman just spreading out the cape, spreading out the wings. He's gliding down. Looks like something happens, you know, with the Batwing. He probably could assume that something was going to happen to the Batwing. But, man, there's a shot of him just, like, spreading his wings, and it looks pretty damn cool. Looks pretty damn awesome. And then, of course, there's a shot of just a callous, a callous Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, which that was circulating everywhere where he's just kind of just chilling. Looks great. You know, some people were, of course, raving about that. That's pretty much it, though, when it comes to new footage. Comes to new footage because, you know, showing off that fresh haircut because we know that he's got the long hair and a beard because he hasn't, he's been out not doing Batman for a while. I'm just saying, like, man, when you, when you, actually, see, when you actually see him and his look that he has, the look that he has when he's like old man Bruce Wayne and he's got the long hair and the beard, it actually is a Pretty good look, I would say. But um, but yeah, he looks pretty cool. I always love it when any Batman actor has no cowl on and just the freaking costume. There's something just about that look, you know, and they've all done it. They've all done it. I don't know if we saw one when, when it came to Val Kilmer. We did for George Clooney. Did, did Val Kilmer also? I don't know. But I just love it when they don't have the cowl on and they just have the costume on. I mean, especially when Ben Affleck, remember in that shot too. That was like just a really cool shot right there, so... Just really cool stuff, but yeah, I'm sure we're going to get this footage in a couple of weeks, but yeah, there's just some things that were added. Can't If you want to go search for it, it's still up. You could just search for it on Twitter, but yeah, it's still up. I don't know. I just don't want to risk it. Just don't want to risk it. I see Dad Keaton, Batman with me, and more Bale and Robert Pattinson, Batman. Okay. What? But yeah, it's pretty good. Good stuff, but all right then. So that was that. So, yeah, I look forward to that trailer on the 25th. And, of course, we're going to be getting reactions to that, too. So, yeah, it looks good, right, The Bang? There you go. Yeah. Some cool extra little shots, mainly stuff we've already seen. But, yeah, some cool extra little shots right there. Renfield. Who's seeing Renfield over the weekend? Nicolas Cage is Dracula. I mean, I was sold already on that. Just on that alone. Nicolas Cage as Dracula was all I needed for that. But uh, yeah, currently right now though, on the, uh, the Devil Fruit site, 61%. So just, just fresh. That's right. Horror comedy, 
Critics consensus says, although it fails to take it full advantage of its committed stars and killer premise, Renfield's batty horror comedy blend sinks in just enough to leave an impression. So just enough to, you know, to give a little bit of an impression right there. Let's read some of these right here. Renfield is a kind of project where you just have to pick out elements to enjoy and suffer through the rest. Ooh. All stuff that sounds fun on paper, but is utterly limp in execution. Limp? Damn, Kate, from IndieWire. Limp. There's nothing juicy here, nothing really new, a bloodless spin on what should have been a tasty new take. Wow. And we got a positive one right here from the Associated Press. Renfield is enjoyable enough in a disposable sort of way. A lack of self-seriousness is a quality to be appreciated to any movie like this. And Halt manages to be remarkably sweet while at the same time using human limbs to uh, decapitate other vi uh, victims. An off-putting multiplex monstrosity mix mixing glib action movie splatter with therapy speech. Ugh. What's up your butt? It's hard to hold anything against a silly 90-minute long pulp fest and gets in uh, some sick burns about ska music and crappy bosses. Okay. May the next outing with Renfield and Dracula be a little funnier and a little too less. A little less too much. Wow. I guess it's too much for Mr. Michael Phillips right there. McKay and Ridley try to merge action cinema with an absolute bloodbath, delivering a highly bizarre and periodically electric endeavor. The heartbeat of the film is the Nicholas's Holt and Cage, a spiritual R-rated sequel to the original Universal Dra Dracula, the monster everyone knows he can be. Even when mortal wounds can be supernaturally shrugged off, words can still cut the deepest. So there you go. Mixed bag. Just a mixed bag. Just a mixed bag right there. I want to see it. I'm going to see it tomorrow at 5 o'clock. already got my tickets, so look forward to my first uh, reaction review I'll give tomorrow. Um, ever since I saw that, I mean, ever since it was announced, I was already in. You're telling me, Nick Cage is going to be Dracula. Oh. You know, I'm all about that. So, and then, of course, seeing the first trailer. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the box office is going to be like. Because anytime that the trailer would show up in the movie theater, there would always be laughs. Anytime you see that first reveal when he's, like, in that, that, that group and he's, like, levitated and he's all, Dracula. Everybody always, there's always a chuckle in the movie theater. So I'm kind of curious to see how this movie does box office wise i don't think it's not gonna break records or anything like that but i'm just curious to see how it does but i'm looking forward to it yeah it's gonna be a good fun time at the movies that's all i'm really looking for not looking for much i'm not looking for anything deep i just want to laugh see some bloody stuff and then that's about it that's all i want to see that's all i want to do the mandalorian what is this, episode seven? Yeah, episode seven, season three. So we got one more episode left. And I will say this, this one, this episode, the best one of the season. Yep. You know, um, yeah. When it comes to the season of The Mandalorian, I remember just not knowing exactly where it was going. I'm like, where is, okay, what is this, what is this season going to have? You know, what is this season going to have that's going to be somewhat different from the previous two seasons? And it seemed like we were just having the same similar beats. You got Grogu, you got uh, you got Din, you got pretty much almost like similar things that are happening when it comes to the Mandalorian. 
But of course, he had to get back on the good graces of the Mandalorian because of what happened. He was basically booted. But then, of course, there's other people, too, that don't, you know, they, they take off their helmets all the time and everything. So you got you got that group and then you got the group that doesn't take off their helmets and keep to the Kree and everything. So or the code or the Kree, whatever the hell you want to call it. But when it came to this episode, well, first off, we had somebody return uh, a certain villain that returned in this episode that was already teased um, previously, which I thought, all right, that's cool. Finally, that's paying off. But then, of course, there were some more Easter eggs when it came to uh, like a meeting, one of those hologram meetings that were happening. Now, I still have to go and watch all the animated stuff. So some of the people that were in there, I was like, I don't know who they are. And there was one in particular person that I was like, okay, I've heard who that person is. And then, of course, there was mention of a certain name throughout this whole scene that people were, of course, getting excited for. And we already know when it came to the Star Wars celebration, we know that this character is going to be showing up in live action very, very soon. So that was pretty cool. And then, of course, I didn't realize, but there was even another character in the same scene that was related to a character from the from the sequel series. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty sweet. Did not realize that that was the case. Because I wasn't paying attention enough, but um, yeah, but this episode I think was the best one. I think when it came to start to finish, it wasn't too flashy. I mean, there's been some episodes that were just full on action, 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 but it was almost like, all right, you're going to save the kid from the dragon bird thing. That's cool. But where's the story going? You got Bogotan, who's like, she's got this secret kind of thing in the last episode. Din gave her back the dark saber. So it was like, all right, now she can lead the people again. But then you got this group over here and this group right here. They don't exactly get along, which I thought was cool. Grogu gets some, as opposed to just doing the flippies that he does, which look ridiculous. And I've said that before. Anytime he does his little flippies, I'm like, that just doesn't, no, don't stop doing that. Stop doing that. This time, something different with Grogu in this. And I was like, okay, I like that. That's better because that seems a little bit more plausible. Like, hey, little guy, you need assistant because, you know, we you can't just be like in your little floating crib anymore. I think that got destroyed, to be honest. So now he had to like do something different when it came to that. And I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think this was the best episode. It was the more it had the most plot to it. I thought when it came to all this, it was the most interesting episode. Had a, you know, had it just the story flowed a lot better when it came to this, and it, you kind of finally realize, oh, so episode seven, we're finally to the point where we can actually okay, I see what we're uh, I see where we're going on here. I see what's going on here. So I'm curious to see what happens in uh, the last episode, the season finale. I hear, like, I mean, they kept on raving about, like, cool things. But, yeah, this was definitely the best episode of the season right here. So, uh, not cut up at all. I tend to wait until the seasons are over to binge. Yeah. I'm sorry if I gave a little bit of spoilery stuff in there. But, you know, I try not to, but I'll tend to, like, talk about the previous episode. But, yeah, that's pretty much what's happening with The Mandalorian. But yeah, season finale next week. So I'm probably going to have to like get up a little earlier and watch it because people just suck. People suck because they they just go online and start talking about spoilers and all this stuff. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens at the end. At the end. Crying. Tet. Crying. Yeah, it was a good episode. I think if that's what you're talking about, <laughs> if you're talking about Mandalorian, yeah, it's a pretty damn good episode. All right. 
Um, let's see here. All right, let's get to the questions. Go, 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 go. All right. All right, here we go. Going to YouTube first and seeing if uh, question, questions or comments right here. Uh, let's see. Nerd Girl Jean. Do you think the armorer was a secret deal with, uh, uh, you think the armor has a secret deal with Gideon? Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's who I was, <laughs> she's talking about the Mandalorian. I'm sure there's some kind of, I mean, uh, Gideon, you know, uh, or, I don't know. There's something weird about all that, and which are probably going to get resolved when it came to, um, when it comes to that. But, I mean, I'm sure there's something going on there i'm 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 guessing because it is interesting when especially when something happens in the episode that you know ding ding i don't know i don't want to talk about it too much but yeah there's probably something weird going on there i don't know in the land and everything it's just yeah it's i, I i'm curious to see the uh the the resolution of all this right here uh eric hardboiled something weird on twitter for me tonight i can write replies but can't post them so I'd have to, uh, I, I, I'd have preferred the Max myself, but regardless, Dave, with the Super Mario movie shooting for a billion, you going to, uh, for a, uh, Mario mustache ride? No, not going to grow the mustache this time. Um, yeah, just not going to do it. I would have already did it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to grow the mustache this year. I did that last year for anybody who doesn't know. I did last year when it came to Top Gun, I grew out my, 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 my rooster stash or my goose stash or my douche stash, whatever you want to call it. Cause I was like, all right, for how long Top Gun is in theaters or until it makes a billion, uh, I'm going to grow my mustache out. And I did, and I'm not going to do it again this year. Thought about it, but not going to do it again. Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, do you believe that the final episode of the Penguin Show will directly lead into the Batman 2, like the main villain of the sequel? I hope so. I mean, it's all supposed to be nicely connected, so... Hopefully. Hopefully it does, and I'm pretty sure it does. Pretty sure it would. All right, then, of course, we've got Twitter right here. Twitter questions. Uh, Andrew Casali says, you think Michael Keaton will be the most talked about point for people seeing this movie? Absolutely. That's what's going to end up like driving a lot of people there. Devon Wooter, Dave, I'm going to be curious. Rick Flag, dad, get revenge on Amanda Waller and Peacemaker for uh, killing his son and have you started watching Beef on Netflix? And what do you expect from the Flash trailer too? Yeah. Always loaded, always loaded questions there, Mr. Wooter, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, I think uh, they're going to have to do something about that, right? They're going to have to incorporate the fact that Rick Flagg, of course, you know, spoiler alert for a movie that's been out for a little bit, uh, that Rick Flagg got, got his ass killed by Peacemaker. I'm sure there's going to be something that has to do with that. You know, I'm just kind of curious how... When it, when it comes to the Creature Commandos animated feature, like, how well does it have to do to warrant... Well, I mean, I guess no matter what, these characters are probably going to show up in Waller. I'm sure, I'm certain that we're going to see Frank Grillo as Rick Flagg Sr. in Waller somewhere, most likely. We're probably going to see all these characters in some form. I mean, we already saw the Weasel, of course, but I'm sure we're going to see... Uh, so, yeah, but so that would be an interesting... I'm wondering if um, if James Gunn is incorporating that in the Waller series. Is 
uh, Rick Flagg Sr. got his eye on, uh, you know, killing Amanda Waller or Peacemaker. Or maybe that'll be part of Peacemaker Season 2. Who knows? Um, when it comes to beef on Netflix, have not watched it yet, but I've heard good things. And then what do I expect with the Flash trailer, too? I just expect more awesomeness. Um, I'm sure like some of the, the footage that was shown during the live stream of the Warner Brothers Discovery, whatchamacallit, presentation live stream was uh, probably going to be in it where you see Supergirl punching a missile, where you see Batman bailing out of, uh, of the Batwing and then flapping his wings, not flapping his wings, but, you know, letting the wings go out and some more flash running, some more speed force looking stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I hope they don't show too much. I mean, I think this should, they're probably going to have another trailer, but I just wish that this would be it. Like just, I'm okay with just the trailer that we have. See, that's a problem. Sometimes I could just be okay with like the first initial trailer when it comes to these movies. I'm like, do I need more? No, no, that's it. That's all. You got me. You got me. I've already, I'm already, I'm already in. I'm already, I was already in even before the shit, but please, I'm more in, but I don't need to see more. I'm like, I always get worried that they're going to show just too much when it comes to this stuff. So, but we'll see. We'll see. And then uh, we got Mr. Nobody right here who says, Hey Dave, hope you saw the Penguin trailer. Sure did. As a first trailer, I think so far so good. Definitely interested in more. Feels like the DC projects where the auteur directors have control like Reeves and Phillips are better because of their unique vision. I think this is where DC shines and Marvel used to. What DC project would you like to see by an auteur director? For example, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? I always say his name wrong. I know. Villeneuve? Well, I mean, when it came to Denis, or Dennis, as some people call him, I would I was like, I was, I remember, you know, it, it was mainly because it was just coming off of Blade Runner 2049. Um, I was like, well, give him Batman Beyond. If you're going to do a Batman Beyond movie that has all the cyberpunky stuff, there's your boy right there. Bring back Michael Keaton or age up a Ben Affleck. See, that's the thing. When it comes to Batman Beyond... A live action movie? I can go either or. I mean, I think that's what they were kind of trying to do with Batgirl a little bit. Remember when we heard those rumors that it was essentially going to be almost like a Batman Beyond, but with Batgirl kind of sense to it, which I was not really about. I wanted like an actual Batman Beyond type movie. Um, now it's like, okay, so I always thought that a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton would, would always just, oh, that, just go with that. That would work the best. That would work the best. That'd be the best thing to do. But now I'm just kind of going like, yeah, but now we got that. I'm like, well, wouldn't it be cool if like one of these days, you know, maybe like a few years down the line, if we got Ben Affleck back, you age him up a little bit and you really turn him into that Batman Beyond type Batman with the cane and everything. Because, you know, when you watch Batman Beyond, it's it's Kevin Conroy's Bruce Wayne. It's Batman, the animated series, Bruce Wayne, essentially, that is the old man Bruce, so he's still like a big dude, you know, it's, it's, it's almost even Dark Knight Returns-esque, you know, where it's like, he's a big dude still, you know, and Keaton's not a big dude, Keaton's not a big dude, Ben Affleck's still a big dude, so you age him up a little bit, you frosty up his hair, put some wrinkles on him, give him a cane, that'd be pretty sweet, but yeah, but then again, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know when it uh, when it comes to denying like now with a new DCU. I don't know what where he could fit now. They might have to announce like a little bit more for uh, 
for me to think like something like that. But I mean, I, yeah, but he is correct. The fact that you have Matt Reeves, you have Todd Phillips doing their thing in the Elseworlds. I just want more Elseworlds. That's all. I want more. I want more movies, and they really should capitalize that. The fact that they didn't capitalize that after Joker made a billion dollars, what, four years ago almost? Three and a half years ago? Made a billion dollars, so why didn't you jump on more opportunities? There's so many characters that I can take on in that, in, you know, in that space. Why did they not decide to do any more? You're too concerned on the connected universe. It's like, stop being like Marvel. Stop doing that. Stop trying to copy them. I mean, obviously, yeah, you want your connected, cohesive universe where everybody can, you know, refer to each other and have little pop-ins and crossovers and whatever and have, and then, of course, join together and take on a big baddie. Sure. We all want to see that, too. We want the popcorn. But at the same time, we also just want you know, singular, singular movies that could just be on their own. And if you're going to have DC Elseworlds, have more people come in. And then you can maybe even get these bigger directors. Hell, watch Martin Scorsese want be like, hey, I want to do this movie. You're, are we going to turn down Marty? You're not going to do that. That's never going to happen. But it would be pretty sweet if that did happen. But I'm just saying, if you want these directors, these creative types, these, uh, you know, for them to do their own thing where they don't have to be they don't have to, like, connect everything. So I'm just, yeah. By the way, though, uh, there's one thing I did want to mention before I wrap things up here. So no Bruce Wayne and the Penguin? I don't know. There, I think there's. I think Robert Pattinson's going to be in there. <sighs> I, think, uh, I think he's going to be there. But by the way, uh, I saw Batman film news. And I don't know, the Batman film news, I know they're all kind of associated, the film news, stuff like that. But they did talk about today that they said there's a rumor but then i looked at the source and i i was like uh the source nope 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 get out of here with the source get out of here with the source dceu leaks yeah dceu leaks that was basically saying that annie muschietti might be directing batman brave and the bold and i was like no that doesn't sound right. That just, to me, that doesn't sound right. I know I saw that earlier and I was like, should I talk about that? And I went, I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it up sometime, uh, maybe during the tweets or something like that. But I'm just going to bring it up now. And I'm like, I don't know. Andy Muschietti directing Brave and the Bold. I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it because I think I, I, I think he's a talented director and I think people are going to blow their balls, get their blow their balls blown off when it comes to The Flash. But I'm like, Batman, though, I don't know. I'm still kind of hoping that Sam Raimi contacts James Gunn. I'm like, give me that Sam Raimi Batman. I'm still all about that. I'm like, hey, can I get that uh, Sam Raimi Batman? Can we finally get that? I'd be down for the Sam Raimi Batman. Muschietti, though, I think Muschietti, I mean, there's already, there have already been rumors that he's actually going to be doing, like, the, 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 the new Justice League movie, which... From what I gathered when it comes to all this stuff, it's like in, in the way that The Flash is tracking and the way that everybody's raving about it, it seems like Muschietti is going to, he's definitely going to be doing another DCU project. I mean, I don't know if he's going to take a, you know, if he's going to do something else in the meantime or he's just going to jump into the next project. I just would prefer that it either be, you know, sequel to The Flash, but then again, we don't know what's going to be happening when it comes to The Flash because it's still tied to the Snyderverse. Ezra, there's so many questions when it comes to what's going to be happening in The Flash, but um, I don't know. It's just, I, I, 
I, but then again, I'm like, I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it because he is directing. I mean, let's face it. The Flash movie is partially a Batman movie. And he's handling two Batmen in the movie. So I'm like, huh, interesting. But again, it comes from DCEU leaks, which they just, it's a Reddit page. It's a Reddit thread. And who knows what the hell when it comes to that. But I don't know. I, I saw that and I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know about that. Yeah, stop cop- copying Marvel, man. That's that's what I'm just asking about. No thanks on Sam Raimi, yeah? I don't know. I'm a Sam Raimi fan just because I, I enjoy his movies, and I would I would not mind seeing a Sam Raimi Batman. I don't think that's going to happen either because it almost sounds like he's going to be doing Doctor Strange 3. So, I don't know. I just, yeah, when I saw that rumor, I was like, yeah, but isn't he supposed to be direct? But then again, maybe he can't. I don't know. It's just so up in the air with all the movies that are coming out this year. And then when it comes to seeing the slate for next year and everything. So, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. But, yeah, I really hope that in the middle of all this DCU stuff, and obviously you want to get great directors for that. And, you know, they got a, you know, James Gunn's doing Superman Legacy. We got James Mangold doing Swamp Thing. And, of course, we're still waiting to see who gets the other jobs. But at the same time, I just really hope that, you know, try to let's get one Elseworlds movie. And now I, I'm hoping with DCU chapter one, second half, part two, whatever the hell, can he announce a DC Elseworlds movie for that? Another one? Or is it just going to be the Batman and Joker? Why not announce something else? Put something else in that space. Put something else in there. Okay. You have all this stuff announced over here. Put another movie over here. I mean, obviously we want Constantine to be in there, but I worry about that. Constantine might fit in there, but then they might fit it over here. I don't know. Constantine is still very much up in the air because that was announced before James Gunn and Peter Saffron got their positions, and that was a Pam Abdi and Michael DeLuca announcement. They're the ones that greenlit that. Now, when it comes to the DC projects, they're not they're not the ones greenlighting things anymore. Now it's all you know over here with DC Studios. You know, DeLuca and Abdi are not part of that space so it's all just kind of up in the air everything's just up in the air i think after this year we're going to have more clarity of things that could happen but i don't know that's just my two cents on it i really hope constantine 2 happens hopefully it will but we shall see all right guys that's it for today i've rambled just a little bit too much i think but uh, like i said uh you know Smash that like thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. If you want to become a member and pick my brain a little bit more, we're going to do a members-only stream right after this. So members, look forward uh, to the link on your YouTube feed. So look forward to that. Everybody else, I'll see you guys, of course, Friday for the Vodka stream. I do have a guest that will be on the Vodka stream. Should be a good time. Should be a good conversation. And look forward to my Renfield, my Renfield first reaction review tomorrow probably be up like i don't know around 7 7 30 my time so look forward to that all right members i'll see you guys in a little bit everybody else talk to you later